Hey everybody, welcome to our morning uh, DT podcast. Good morning. So um, I started out by thinking about the first verse where it says, the earth is the Lord's. And, um, you know, I thought about how this is the basic premise for the whole psalm because, you know, it states a very basic truth, which is that we all belong to him and, um, and that God is the proper owner and authority over all of us. And so as the owner and authority, that means that he has a rightful claim over all of our lives and uh, the entire earth, everything in it belongs to God. So as we, as we learn to acknowledge that truth, that's what's going to help us to properly relate to others and to God. And um, I was thinking about how that's related to what it says in verse 4, um, that the one who is blessed is the one who has clean hands and a pure heart. And um, so it it really needs to begin first with properly relating to God. Because I was thinking about how clean hands, that means uh, that refers to how we treat other people and what we do and um, how we live. That's what clean hands refers to. And then um, having a pure heart means how we relate to God. And we're going to understand how to relate to others and have clean hands when we um, understand who God is and who we are in relation to who God is. And that's what's going to help, help us to um, know how to treat others. And as we um, treat others the way that God would want, to, want us to treat them, you know, that's how we're going to have clean hands. And I was thinking about how pure heart also means, um, you know, acknowledging are wrong in the ways that we rebel against God and the ways that we um, have not given him rightful authority over our lives. And so, you know, having a pure heart means that, you know, we're repentant um, about that and we hand over his right, the rightful authority over our lives to God. And, um, and so uh, that's what it means to, um, or that's what's going to lead to being blessed by God and being in a proper relationship with Him. Um, thinking about this picture of God, here He is over the whole earth and everything in it, and He rules over it, and He is this great, awesome Creator and King. And um, in verse 3 it asks, Who shall ascend and who shall stand in this holy place? Who can come before God? And the psalmist answers, he who has clean hands and a pure heart. And as Ellen says, you know, there are steps that we need to take to purify ourselves. And ultimately, I thought, though, but who is really clean? Who is really pure? Who is without deceit? Or um, there's so many idols that we do worship. And I just thought in, in, in some way, like, none of us are clean. None of us are, are pure. We, we can't um, even approach God. I was thinking about Isaiah when he approaches the throne of God in his own vision. He says, woe is me, for I am done. I am undone, I'm a man of unclean lips and a people of unclean lips. And how that really captures um, that God is holy and we are so so not holy. Uh, you know, so even thinking about like clean, what is what is clean? I think it's kind of funny thinking about COVID and when you wash your hands, we used to think, hey, my hands are clean. Um, but we realized, oh man, we're actually it's not, and we're carrying all these germs. And I think I just thought I can deceive myself in thinking, oh, I'm, I can seem clean. But um, similarly, that uh, before holy God, that we stand uh, guilty of our sins. And 
So what, what hope is there? And I was looking at verse uh, five, he will receive blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. Where does our righteousness come from? Not of ourselves, but it, it comes from God. I think that is Christian life that in, in the gospel, that our righteousness does not come because of what we do or how pure or good that we are. In fact, I think the more we look into our hearts and see ourselves, we see, oh man, I am indeed very impure and far but righteousness comes from God, his, his arm works salvation, and it's through Jesus. Jesus is the one who came and took away our sins and made us clean, covered us, purified us. And I was just um, just struck by that. And um, what one minor thing from verse six, it says, you know, those who seek the face of God, the God of Jacob. And I was thinking about this story of Jacob and how he sees God in the end only after he's broken and humbled and he realizes that that's mercy from God, that he gets to you know, encounter him and that his life is spared. And I think that's a picture of what happens when we encounter God and we realize men are, we're um, saved by grace and God's mercy and it's his righteousness that saves us. It is that uh, posture of, of gratitude and thank you that I get to uh, see you, not 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 because I'm so clean and righteous and uh, how Jacob, that, that's a turning point in his life and he turns um, so humble after that. So that's kind of a neat way to, a uh, neat verse to end there. I think just lastly, I was thinking about how it says, you know, lifting up your soul to what is false and swearing deceitfully. Um, you know, lifting up your soul to what is false, that's, you know, I was thinking, what does that mean? I think um, idolatry is what it means. Like when we lift up our souls to something that's false, that's really not going to deliver. Um, and we're longing for it. Um, we long for it to deliver us. And and then why would we swear deceitfully? Who are we swearing deceitfully towards? And I was thinking we do that when we um, say one thing, but in our hearts, you know, exists a different reality. So, and that's the case with idolatry. You know, here we are placing all of our hope in something else, but with our mouth, we say something different. And so we end up swearing deceitfully towards God. And um, and so that's why it ends with the one who seeks God is the one who will be blessed. And, um, and you know, seeking God, that is the opposite of lifting up our hearts to um, what is false. Um, seeking God and turning to him for uh, and just having hunger for God that's the opposite and so you know that's the person that's going to be blessed and who will end up um, you know turning to God rather than to what's false and I was just thinking about the nature of seeking that it's an active thing it's actually going to take work to seek and it's not a passive um, activity so um, it's going to entail, you know, thinking and work to find out what it means and find out what God is interested in and aligning our lives to that. It's actually going to entail, um, you know, taking some action. Uh, it's going to mean how we treat other people, um, trying to live honoring God through the things that we do and what's in our hearts. All right, that's okay. it for today. Thanks, everybody. Okay, bye. Bye.